Yeah. 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 What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Yurt Sports Show. Um, it is me, it's your boy, Big Baby. In front of me, I have the lovely Queen Tavia, a.k.a. Queen Captain Falcon. Uh, and then coming back off of load management, we have <laughs> one word, Mr. Larry Morgan. Thank you, man. Thanks for the concern, everybody. Yes, of course. I've been out of commission for a little while, man. Was dealing some things and then... Uh, had to get healthy. <laughs> That's all that matters. I was in the hospital for a little while, so yeah, man. Glad you're feeling good. And Thank v- you feeling better, bro. Via satellite, um, which you won't be able to see because we can't see him either. Via satellite, we have BK Matt. What's going on, everybody? I'm still sexy, though, so it's okay. Uh, what? Where, where did that come right from? Now. You should see Tavia's face right now. I can't wait to you, for you to see the video when you see Tavia's face. Wait, that don't, came out of nowhere. Do, right, that came out of completely nowhere. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Because y'all said y'all can't see me, and it's good that y'all can't see me, but I'm saying, like, you know, I'm still. You know nope. what? We, right we didn't say we. We didn't even say it was good we can't see you. I said, I can't wait for you to see Tavia's face when you said that. I'm just saying. Hi, Tavia. Hey, bro. What's up, Matt? What's going on, Larry, man? You had me worried like a motherfucker. I'm just saying. You good, though, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. Larry's about to go on the phone uh, on the uh, milk carton for sure. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. But then every time he. He's on phone that don't don't answer. Every time we about to put him on the phone, the milk carton. Bro, just pop up, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. he's good," and like then he, he disappear again. He senses like, you know, these people are gonna start looking for me, right? Just... <laughs> yeah. Bro, we's about to pull up on, after Battle Club. Uh, we's about to pull up on to Larry House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after, after the last, uh, no, was it Battle Club? Yes, after the last Battle Club show, we's about to pull up on, on Larry. I think. No, 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 no. It was um, BCW when we were in Jersey. We were about to pull up on Larry. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember that. <laughs> the one that was uh, that was like the first weekend of the year, right? Yeah, something like yeah, 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 yeah. a little bit after, but. Uh, Damn, yeah, he's definitely back. He's opening up his Bud Light. You can yeah, hear man. it. <laughs> so let's get right into it. We're not gonna sugarcoat anything today. Also, um, do we ever sugarcoat anything? Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. So we're gonna get right into it. We usually start with the news, but we're gonna start with Tavia's table debate, uh, which is also uh, part of Matt's rant. Which I'm pretty sh- this might be also Larry. Um, are you serious, bro? Moment of Are you kidding me, bro? Moment. Of the week. <laughs> so we're, we're getting a few um, of the segments out the way <laughs> with this first one. So let's get right to it. Nyla Rose. Um, on this week, well, last week's episode of AEW Dynamite won the AEW Women's Title from from um, Rio. So, j- before we get into the um, the reason why we're talking about this, let's, we can all agree that Rio not being there was just like it's a difference when like Brock Lesnar is not there, and then there's a difference when Rio's not there. Oh, <laughs> like, even like, if he's there, bro, it was just boring, bro. Like, it was boring. I'm sorry. She had what, like three or four title defenses that I've seen. Yeah, and I think like one of them Nyla was in. So I'm just, she's just the boring champion, bro. It's just, it's just whether she's there or not. And majority of the time, she wasn't there. Yeah, and she's she boring. she beat Nyla for um in the inaugural women's title match too. Yeah. So, um, like, yeah, it, it's a bit crazy. You, your guys' thoughts on um just the title win? Was it time to get the belt off Rio? Uh, 
Um, yeah, it was. I think so. It was. Um, I'm a little on the fence of. Uh, I know it's scripted and shit, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I like to treat my pro wrestling as if it's a uh, simulated, you know, real combat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I said this Ooh. on. The, um, I was on the uh, True Hills podcast. Said the same thing, and um. <sighs> Same way I would look at a a, a a man turned woman, and I love Nyla. I like Nyla Rose, man. You know, I'm 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 a fan. But the same way I would look at a man turned woman competing in an MMA match against a woman and bashes her skulling because that's actually happened before. Yes. Yeah, that's happened. I look at wrestling like the same way. I know you're supposed to suspend your disbelief in pro wrestling and shit, but mm-hmm. fuck that. I'm not doing that. Fuck yeah, that. yeah. I like. I look at wrestling as I, I like to look at it as if it's simulated actual combat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not mm. for the bullshit backstage segments. Remember the horns while he threw, he drew the fucking circle tunnel on the wall and then he <laughs> runs through it. And Carlito tries to chase him and he bumps into the wall like some fucking cartoon bullshit acme bullshit. I'm not for shit like I'm that. Not that I was funny. Nah, that. I just remember that. <laughs> remember that shit? That was mad, yo, that was mad. For, that reminded me of when they had Little People's Court too. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So I'm, 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 I don't like the idea of, uh, you know, I, I know it's it's a touchy subject, but it, it what do you guys feel? It is a very touchy subject. Uh, Miss Tavia, we'll start with you. Well, mm-hmm. Nyla Rose is a woman, and she won the women's championship. <laughs> so. At the end of the day, I don't I don't think it should be any more touchy than it is. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's time. You get what I'm saying? For people who have issues against, I'm not saying for Larry, I'm just saying like some of the comments that I've seen have been very transgender um, bashing, and I think that that's trash, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think that <clears throat> if you have a chance to live the life that you feel that you need to live, live it. Mm-hmm. And you should live it unapologetically. And I don't think that it's fair that people are like, well, she was a man. Well, she is a woman. So, Right. Agreed. <laughs> um, Matt, what's your thoughts? Uh, man, honestly, I felt like one that should have, this should have, it should have happened. So I agree with Tavia. It, it, it's about time that it's happened. Mm-hmm. It should have happened probably in the inaugural, you know, Title match when Rio initially won, it could have, it should have happened then. Yeah, because I think Nyla should have gotten it then. Mm-hmm. I'm more disappointed that it happened in fucking Texas on a dynamite or throwaway dynamite. Not saying that the dynamite was bad because it was actually a really good show mm-hmm. from top to bottom. It was a really really good show. But um, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Nyla. I've been a big fan of Nyla since the Independence before there was an AEW. Yeah. So is she deserving of the title? Definitely. Yeah. I don't look past. I, I, I'm not looking at her past and her, you know, what she was born as. I'm I'm looking at her for who she is right now, and that's Nyla Rose, the AEW Women's Champion. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the bashing on the internet, and it's and it's it's fucked up. I mean, it's it's, it's fucked up that it's 2020 and we're still talking about stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've seen the shit on Nyla, and I've seen the shit on Dwayne Wade and his and his right. son turning yeah. into a daughter. His it's, daughter, it's, yeah. It's, I'm mad that we're still there, like in life. It, it, it like you have, you just need to accept people for who they are. Like, there's no different from anybody looking at me, and just because of the way that I dress, I'm looked at as a thug or uh, like 
a, a person that has a criminal background, and that's not even the case. You know what I'm saying? You're just judging. It's because of the brain. Nobody judge you for who you are. Yeah. Why you gotta judge somebody else? That's, that's just it's fucked up. I, feel I hate you. that about. Yeah, it's fucked up for people to judge. Uh, uh, I, I have the same way I had a problem with um, Tessa? Uh, Tessa winning the men's title. I keep the same energy. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to sit here and bash Nyla Rue because people took it a step further from having, oh, I have a problem with a woman or a trans woman winning the woman's title to just bashing trans women, you yeah. know? Right. And I didn't want to do that. I'm not bashing trans women, you know? People are people. Uh, what do you call it? Dwayne Wade's son just can't, you know, <laughs> he just, you know, he identified as, uh, as, a, as a girl, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's 2020, man. As long as it doesn't affect you, then, you know? I, I mean, I, I identify as a demigod now, so, you know? <laughs> I was meaning for you to explain to me what that means. I thought you were talking about Demi Lovato. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that means. A demigod is a half god, uh, yes. half human, half god, Matt. Getting getting <laughs> yeah. to Larry's point, the mm-hmm. difference between Tessa winning the men's championship mm-hmm. and Nyla winning the women's championship, Tessa won a man's belt as a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Nyla won a woman's belt as a woman. And then uh, when you got I to mean, the point, the biggest, well, she's a woman. And yeah. at the end of the no, day. I mean, but do we really need to classify the world title as a. As a man's belt, it doesn't. Well, here's the thing. Gender. So here's here's the thing on that. And me, Larry, and Wilkins had this conversation um, a couple weeks ago, uh, when when Tessa was about to win the title. Right. Yeah. When we so, knew it was coming. When we knew it was coming. Yep. Regardless of her doing what she did or not, <laughs> but here's the thing. Wrestling has always been division based. The fighting in general yep. has been based on divisions. Right. You will never see Ronda Rousey going against John Jones in UFC. Mm-hmm. No. You will never see Layla Ali going against Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, that would be interesting. Though. It would be interesting, but it would not be interesting. Nah, it, I, it, I love <laughs> I love Layla Ali. I love her as a as a fighter and mm-hmm. more so as a woman, a black woman mm-hmm. who's a uh, positive in the black community and and is a real good model of a black mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. I love her. I don't want to see her get her ass whipped by Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> you guys are insane, man. Nah, I don't know. I think <laughs> she might like to put his hands on women anyway. Right, so he do. So, so it is about time a woman who can put his hands on her back. back right? <laughs> man, she. I don't even think she'll be able to hit Floyd, bro. That's be honest. He's little as hell. Right, she's swinging over his little ass. <laughs> yeah, right? But, um, <laughs> but it would have been. It would be a sight for sore eyes. Right. See, like the black and women's eyes. And I'm pretty sure she would get one or two licks in before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then get into Dwayne, but, Dwayne's, Dwayne Wade's daughter. Mm-hmm. It's the the fathers who are not real fathers to their children mm-hmm. coming out and speaking all this nonsense about Dwayne Wade's daughter, and I think it's trash. At the end of the day, right? I think if it's not your kid, mm-hmm. it's not your business, right? And reeling it back into to Nyla, again, my personal opinion, it doesn't matter to me because, like I said, outside of meeting and knowing uh, uh, meeting Nyla, and, and you know, know her through Facebook for for before way before she got she got put on. Um, again, she's been the woman for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I, I for a while I didn't know she was transgender. Me either. So, I, I literally just found I, out like, last I year. I really didn't yeah. know she was transgender. I'm like, oh, this, this, brawl this is a big, this is a brawl guy's woman. I thought it was a big, like, Awesome Kong Right, type, I saw how you know? I see Nia Jax. Ja- I see Awesome Kong. Kong. I see yeah. um, the other Kong yeah. from, from Japan. Like, as I see oh, yeah, Havoc. Yeah, yeah. As I see yeah. um, Havoc Death Machine. Like, when I see her... When I see them, I see I just saw a bigger just, woman. Yeah, she woman. puts in yeah. a right. like a China. Like yeah. A, yeah, like so. 
when this is all going on, I'm just like, I understand. Yes, you were technically biologically born a man. You did your surgeries. You did what you had to do. You did what you wanted to do, because it, and you went you, by what you, you identified as. Yeah, you did so, what you felt was right. Right. You identified yourself as a woman. You are a woman. Mm-hmm. It is not the same as if Larry decides, that, and I, I'm speaking about Larry because Larry's like the, the biggest dude here, <laughs> the biggest biggest one of us here. You're so, bigger than me, Dre. Nah. So <laughs> that's like if Larry. That's like if Larry decides. Um, you know what? I'm tired of playing football with guys. I'm a. I'm. I'm still a dude, but <laughs> I'm gonna identify identify myself as a woman. Not doing any of the changes. Not doing any of the right. changes. Just like I'm a woman now. Oh, that's God. not but the that same. Happen. Right, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. But that's how Please people are like taking that, it. Exactly. That's exactly how people are taking and it. And it's not fair. like, and it's not that. It is someone who's been identified herself as a woman and who is. Now, biologically, a woman now mm-hmm. winning the women's title. Again, we it, it, it's a lot of back and forth with this because of, again, everybody's thought process. But at the end Bro. of the day, you're not going to change the result. Nobody's going to change the result. You can't take it away from You us. can't take it away. If you don't like what's being put on TV, don't watch it. Don't watch. It's okay mm-hmm. to have an opinion. But don't be like I've been saying in, in the Facebook don't groups. Ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Don't be, don't be ignorant disrespectful. Hell yeah. Sure. Don't be ignorant. Don't be disrespectful. Because everybody's like, oh, it's like a 300-pound man beating up an 80-pound So what would be the difference if it was Awesome Kong? Right. Or so you're going to call Jackson Awesome Kong a 300-pound man? No. You're not You're not going to call Nia no. Jax a 300-pound man. No. You're not going to call any bigger woman. And plus, let, let's be real. Fucking real is, real is like weighs as much as probably nice. one of my legs. Like, uh, come on. She's 96 pounds. I heard Jim Ross say it on the show. Right. She's 96 pounds. And so how the hell she ended up being Nala the first time makes no fucking sense. It's the magic yeah, of pro wrestling. Right, but it's the, <laughs> exactly. It's the, my, it's the magic of pro wrestling. But, again, it, again hold wrestling... Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, before you end that. Since we're speaking realistic. Larry. Yo. Would you take 10 lashes to fight a nigga? Um, yeah. If a, a nigga I really wanted to fight. Ten, you would take 10 <laughs> lashes to fight somebody. <laughs> yes, I would. And you not losing nothing. So we've been so we've been on this for weeks about the 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 um the last couple the Cody Rhodes yeah I see that I've seen that in the hospital from so, the hospital bed so again <laughs> my thing is my thing is again Cody this, this I get the lashing my only problem with it is that the story wasn't isn't as developed as it's supposed to be Cody needs to lose a little bit more for the lashes to make sense but I like the fact that they even added the wrinkle into it all I said is you probably shouldn't do that. In February. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that in sure. February. The way the cancel culture is, people are quick to be like, oh, no, that's racist. Uh, it had nothing. Nah, to, that's racist. Uh, like I said, at this point in time, it had nothing to do with race. I don't think it was race-driven at all. It, it wasn't race-driven at all. It wasn't. Just, it was stupid. Right. Kind of shit. Right. But, um, yes, that is Tavia's Table Debate. Um, yes, that was that was awesome, guys. That was awesome. Thank you so much. For getting into that. So, um, while we're on wrestling, let's talk about Raw and SmackDown. Um, Raw and SmackDown both had pretty good shows this week. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I haven't really watched too much wrestling for the past couple weeks, but I decided to watch Raw and SmackDown this week. (laughs) And um, I must say, like, the stories are... um, and it's and I can attribute it to being WrestleMania time because that's when people, they start, the writers start to care about stuff. I know. Yeah, so... 
Um, Even I don't like the way they did Swaggy Oats. Who? My boy Swaggy Oats. Who's so Swag- how they did him? Who's Swaggy Last Oats? Night? Otis. Oh, <laughs> Swaggy Oats. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Swaggy I, 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 I didn't watch uh so Raw or SmackDown so this this week, <laughs> right. but um I heard about what happened to Otis. <laughs> yeah. To Big Otis, man, it happens it's every so day. Be sad. Like happens every day though. Be like, <laughs> man, the nice guy. Always finishes last, You're man. Trash, but <laughs> and then know. you had a dick douchebag like Dolph Ziggler comes in, swoops and takes just he steals played, your girlfriend, bro. Right? He plays that so well, and because he, he probably does. is, because he probably, <laughs> he probably fucking is, is in real life, yo. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's crazy. But um, what else? On, oh, so this week on SmackDown, no, last this week on Raw, well, which would be last week, uh, Ricochet defeated Bobby Lashley. And it's now the number one contender for Brock Lesnar's, uni- um, no, not Universal. I'm so used to him having that. Yeah, the yeah, WWE, exactly. uh, WWE title, the yeah. WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and they will be facing each other a week from Thursday. Uh, yep. By the time this podcast Sweet comes out, Sweet Saudi money, Sweet Saudi blood money, the fifth. <laughs> um, Let's not call it that. They deserve to have a fair show too. They do deserve to have <laughs> no, a fair they show. They deserve don't. to have a show out. Not there. if they got Goldberg against Bray Wyatt. They don't. No, Fuck and I'm, I'm going to get into that after this. After uh, after this, but um, I like the story they're trying to tell. That they started from a couple weeks ago, so it looked like they were building the story up for for a few weeks with Ricochet getting beat up by Brock Lesnar, then Ricochet being part of the reason Brock got eliminated, got eliminated at the Royal yeah. Rumble, and Brock running out uh-huh. and, and and running his fade, <laughs> beating the shit out of Ricochet when he came back. Um, Larry, you're a huge Brock Lesnar fan. Um, I've I've come to just uh, within the last year really understand. Like the whole Lesnar, like thing, and why Lesnar, like why this works with Lesnar. Uh-huh. What do you think about this match coming up? Um, I know, like to the to the naked eye, it probably looks like a two minute squash match. Mm-hmm. But um, be. To, word around the street is Paul Heyman loves Ricochet, mm-hmm. and Paul Heyman is the uh the the head writer, the head uh head guy on Raw. So he's push. He's gonna push Ricochet. Like you know, ten ten years ago, a guy like Ricochet, Vince would have been like, "Fuck out! Who? What the hell is this shit?" <laughs> but uh, Ricochet is talented, and um, I think it's gonna be uh, a solid match. To be honest, I I think it's surprisingly gonna be a solid match. They're gonna um, like Finn Balor versus Brock, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Brock. I think it's gonna be a solid match. Obviously, Brock is gonna win. We know right. that because he has to fight uh, Drew Drew Galloway mm-hmm. at um McIntyre. Mac- my bad. <laughs> I, I still get. I still <laughs> say Galloway. I still too. say Galloway. I say McIntyre. <laughs> I, say, I, I say Galloway because I saw him after like he left. I'm just like and before and, and, that he's yeah. and before that and it was just like mm, mm, Galloway, Galloway, yeah. Galloway. I'm like okay, so, um, bro. That, I, I can't wait for that match at WrestleMania. You know, I like my. Uh, my muscle guys in the, in the spotlight. Right. But um, uh, Ricochet, I think it's going to be a good match. Ricochet is going to show his talent, showcase his talent in that match. I, I like it, man. So um, I know Matt has to go. So, Matt, we'll go to you real quick. What do you think about this match coming up? <laughs> uh, Well, it's like Larry said. I mean, I, hopefully I thought it would have been like a two-minute match or two-second match. But mm-hmm. now that I'm really sitting there thinking about it and, and wrestling with it, mm-hmm. Rock is better off fighting smaller guys yeah. like yeah. Daniel Bryan or your Finn Balor or your AJ Styles for that matter. Like, you just 
that good. And Ricochet is that good too. As far he's in the same ranks as them as far as athletic ability, if not probably surpassing them. Mm-hmm. So I look for it to be a good match. Brock is of course gonna win. Mm-hmm. Like this is not even a thought. I would be surprised I would be surprised if it sure. goes longer than like ten minutes, truth be told. But yeah, me too. it this should be a true. good match. Yeah. Um, Tavia. Um, uh, I don't. I think it's gonna be a squash match. I mean, you don't want Brock looking <laughs> weak going into WrestleMania. Well, I don't think he'll look weak true. though. Either way, like you can't. You have to paint. You have to tell the bigger story, which mm-hmm. is the Drew story. Yeah. And if Brock is struggling with Ricochet mm-hmm. a month before That's WrestleMania, it kind of makes Brock look. Kind of whack going into the bigger point. the biggest show of the year. I agree with that. Uh, point. Yeah. Um, I I think again storytelling just makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. You have to give some Brock somebody before WrestleMania because should have been Lashley. It oh should have been God. Lashley, but they haven't built Lashley they uh, are enough. So like they they're dropping, they're killing Lashley right now. He's killing himself too. That too. Boy, he's boring. I think and yeah. that was my problem I mean, with him from before. I need for I, y'all to be real with that. He's boring. Bro. No, he's, he's very boring. He's very boring. But with the right story, he'd be right. Like I wish, like I, I know this didn't go too far in TNA, and that's because TNA is TNA. But <laughs> if you put MVP with a Bobby Lashley. Uh-huh. Like before, when the beatdown clan beat was, clan, was yeah. TNA, I love uh-huh. the beatdown clan. Me too. I wish, I wish that would have went King far. And, uh, and, and Loki, bro, I fucked with the beatdown clan. I wish that would have went farther. We're not going to see nothing like that in WWE, but nah. I would hope that if you put Bobby Lashley with an MVP with a mouthpiece like that and have MVP and and um, Paul Heyman going back and forth, mm-hmm. you can build up a year. You can take a year and build that up. You won't even need a year to do it, but just for people to want to see it, you take a year to build it up. Right now, Lashley walking around with Lana, I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? What the hell like, is this fucking what, interracial? Get this jungle fever shit out of here, bro. Like, yeah, and, and like I said, I'm, and, and when I say that, because, you know, we're shitting on interracial relationships because uh, me and Tamri are both in interracial <laughs> relationships. Oh, no, we're not sitting on but it. We, in I, fucking, I love it, man. More lights can babies. <laughs> <laughs> I love my I love my baby whatever color it come out. <laughs> Speaking of I know you guys both had uh good Valentine's days and shit. Yep. But when this recording comes <laughs> T- out Tavy, you should see Tavy's face. When this recording <laughs> comes out, my Valentine's Day, um which is well, we're recording Saturday, it's gonna drop on Monday. So we're celebrating Valentine's Day today, today because we we both had to work. Mm-hmm. So legit. Well, 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 well this is this is side. This is uh Valley side Grimes piece day, day bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's not side piece day. You gonna stop, dude? We call I, it. When I, when you gonna have to tell that to Amanda when she walk in here. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't know smoke. All right. Nah. Um, actually, I'm going deck. out. For, I'm going out today too. See, look, look, look. <laughs> But we is, all is we all, side piece? No, we know <laughs> y'all are in committed relationships and shit. Tavia got piece, kids. The Come only on. piece by my side is my Glock. But... <laughs> oh jeez, Jesus, Matt. Um, I know you have to go. I know you you work. You're a hard working man. Man's this. You gotta work hard for the kids. Matt got kids. Matt got like twelve kids, bro. Oh, don't say, Whoa, oh wow. You gotta do that three, wow. Three. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you timed that down by four, Jesus! But uh, Matt, it was good to have you on. Of course, you know um, yeah. when you get back. Hopefully, the, the next week we are recording, we have all four of us, so we can really just act wild the fuck out. Oh hell yeah! Um, 
Facts. I'll be there next week. All right, cool, cool. Uh, Matt, say bye to everybody. Alright, y'all. Peace, Stay bro. Yeah. 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 Make sure you hang up because we can't hang up because we don't got no no fingers over here. I ain't, I, I, the soul of all of me. Oh, if I was mad, I wouldn't hang up at all. I just, <laughs> it's just be right. Matt, Matt would do that, and then, he and then, and then we we'd be having to talk with him when he get here. <laughs> so Matt, the audio quality because you did not decide to hang up. The, we, the the thing is, Matt, I thought you was gonna be here, and I brought you a beer, bro. Well, damn, I bought mad beers like Can two I, let, let me get ago. his beer. I got you, man. <laughs> Try get but it. But I got you, bro. I'm gonna be there next. Matt, week, man. Matt, you listening? And when you watch it, when you watch it, hold on. <laughs> I hate you, Jerry. It's good. I hate you. So nah, much I fucked right with now. Matt because Matt always brings my Fiji water for me. Yeah, <laughs> I got y'all. I got y'all next week, bro. Right. I definitely got y'all next week. Thanks, bro. All right, All right bro. Man. Take I'll care, brother. Y'all, All right, make that money, bro. Yep. 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 All right, so. As we continue on with the wrestling portion of the news, um, oh Matt didn't rant about AEW. No, he we did a little bit. Oh, he did. Okay. <laughs> he did a little bit. <laughs> um, we um we kind of tied in the AEW review with what we were speaking about, but um, we can go to that now. Actually, what do you guys think of uh, this week's episode of Dynamite? I seen a little bit of it. Um, Jeff Cobb is kind of the bounty hunter. F and U. Cobb. Is he fat? He's low key fat, but he's not like I don't. He's not like Samoa Joe fat. He's like athletic fat. Well, Samoa Joe is solid. solid. That's well, fat, well, fat solid. No, he's solid. Well, Jeff Cobb's a lot more solid than Jeff. he's like fullback fat, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's solid, bro. But um, for you, though. I like um I like the promo from my guy Santana from the hood and shit. You know that was a real good promo. Like I like that um. Mm-hmm. And the eye for an eye match, but um Jeff Cobb debuting was was kind of cool. You know, I, I like the things that AEW is doing. You know, they're doing some good things. I, I can't wait to see where they're gonna take this this whole storyline. Oh, my only problem is um I don't want them to make the inner circle kind of like NWO, where every fucking week they add in a new member. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that's what I'm afraid. That's the only thing I'm afraid of. That I am afraid of. So it it would have to you'd have to start subtracting after a while. You'd start have to creating some yeah. some some some, um, some disagreements with side inside inside the, inner circle. the yeah. Um, I see. I see. Um, I see. Uh, LAX being the first to go. They'll probably turn face. You know, and yeah. and feud with Jericho. And Guava, so real quick, you know, Guava, Sammy, um, Tavia, what's your, uh, well, what, uh, what's your take, your take on Dynamite last, um, on Wednesday, last Wednesday? <laughs> Sorry guys, I don't really Yeah, Tavia's been a busy, busy woman, she'll get into that busy stuff in the news in the coming weeks. Um, I watched it. I liked it a lot. I I'm starting to um first of all the Mox and the Jericho story mm-hmm. is great. Uh because you have um, a lot of storytelling there. And to be my complete opinion of John Moxley and, and I'm sure people who hear this or watch this probably gonna be like, What? John Moxley is just pretty much Dean Ambrose unleashed with that's what, he's not a whole. He's not a whole different person. People are making it seem like, oh, he's oh, John Moxley's way different than Dean Ambrose. No, he's the same person. Same exact person. He's just he has more freedom to be who he wants to be. 
Um, you spoke about Santana. Uh-huh. Boy, oh boy. Um, Shouts to Joe Kim of Battle Club. Um, Battle Club Pro. He has a show coming up, too. Uh, we'll get into that towards the end. But um, Joe Kim had a conversation with a few of us, and he was saying that Santana is probably going to be the star. Like, he's going to be the breakout star. Um, so, uh, Of the two? Of the two. Of- yeah, I can see that happening. Um, he has the most charisma of, of them both. Uh, and I would have... He seems very, like, he looks really, like, like he looks ready for TV in the modern era, in this era. Not so much, like, that past eras where you needed to be big and stacked. Yeah, no, he... Yeah. Right now, he has a look. Him being from New York, people are always intrigued by people who are actually from New York, like... And he's from the hood. He's not just And from, he's mad New York. Well, right. Listen he's to mad New York. Listen They're to both of them talk. They're both mad New York. New York. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, the tag team division is getting, um, they're moving much better in AEW. It's getting much better. I'm, I'll be excited to see um, who's going to be the leader of the Dark Order coming up too. I keep, I'm thinking it's Christopher Daniels still. I'm, I'm hearing Matt Hardy. Yeah, I heard Matt Hardy too. Um. Yeah, AEW Dynamite was pretty solid this week. Uh, this was Daniels. There was a rumor twenty years ago, or twenty plus. He was years supposed ago. to be the um, the, the higher uh, power. The higher power. Oh yeah. boy, and, but he's and, too small. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Pritchard actually wanted that, but Vince was like, "What the? F- who the hell is this motherfucker?" You know. Right. And then it was like, "Yo, why would the Undertaker be taking orders from this small looking motherfucker?" You know. Right. So that's what Vince was. But you know. <laughs> that it, was it, it worked now. It, it would work now. now. Sure. It definitely work now. now. Some, but you know, that's why I say there's some type. There's certain wrestlers mm-hmm. that were either born twenty years too early or twenty years too late. Yeah, I agree with that. They're, they're, that yeah, I agree. That what there's I agree certain with. wrestlers that like they're just they're just in the wrong era. Like in certain, like the great Kali in the '80s. He'd have been a shit. Oh, the, he'd oh. have been the man. He'd have yeah, the title for like 10 years, yeah, really. Yeah. Even in the early 90s, right. he would have been. Yeah, I mean. like he would have been the shit because he's basically, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Andre the Giant is better than him, yes. especially in the ring, <laughs> ring-wise. But he would have been Andre or almost like Andre the Giant in the, right. in the 80s. He would have been a couple steps below Andre the Giant. He would have been. Well, they st- tried it with the Giant Gonzalez. Well, yeah, he just sucked. I'm he sorry. <laughs> he, just, he had three left feet. Um, and then you got Christopher Daniels, who if he was like twenty seven today, he'd he'd be like the top star in in the, in the world, like a Kenny Omega mm-hmm. or a, 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 a Zach Saber, you know. Yeah. So, um, as we move on from AEW, um, NXT uh, Takeover Portland is this well well, well it would be it would be yesterday yeah. we're, we're gonna have um. We're getting around our predictions now, but um, we'll also give out our predictions on um, after the year, right after we record this. So stay tuned for that. Well, tune into that. Um, you'll see it on the Your Sports Show Instagram and Facebook page. Yes, sir. Um, but the matches we have for the uh, for Takeover Portland is Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in a street fight. The NXT Tag Team Championship match, the Undisputed Era versus the Brozerweights, which are, consist of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Uh, and if you've been watching their little skits online, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're, they're great together. Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano in a really heated grudge match. I cannot wait to see that. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. 
Um, we're going to put an asterisk next to that match because we're going to go right back into that match. Mm-hmm. And um, Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. You for, skipped one, bro. Like, I did. You're a doppelganger, Keith Lee. Oh, I did. I did. Oh, no, you can't say that no more. A man run around beating people. Oh, this is twice. This is two strikes against me with a man. She, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> so, nah, but um, Keith Lee versus um, Dominic. Y'all do look like y'all could be cousins. Jack- or, or family members or something. Yo, I seen a picture with him and me and Yim. I, I was like, yo. He looks exactly like Drake Ray, or Dre right here. Yo. Like like family. Yeah, we can be family. Yeah, yeah we, we, can be, we can be family. But um, Keith Lee versus Dominic Di- um, Dachakovich. I, I tried to say it. I, I fucked you it up. You got it pretty good. No, you, no, you said um, it good. For the North American title. They fought each other 100 times, but this is one of the matches I don't mind seeing more than 100 it's, times. Yeah, exactly. Because they're it's, really good They're really together, good, yeah. And they're, they're going to steal. They may still take over. But... Um, as I said, uh, I'm Nicole and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. Now, the NXT Women's Championship, we'll go back to it. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. So, there's a lot of um, stakes going on in this match. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure, from what I've been hearing, the winner will probably face Charlotte at WrestleMania. Mm. It's looking like it's going to be Rhea Ripley because they're trying to push Rhea Ripley really hard. Mm-hmm. But I believe the majority wants it to be Bianca Belair. Um, if you take a look from last year to this year and her growth as a performer mm. and her ability to get over with the crowd is just amazing. She but shined in the Royal she Rumble. Is shi- she really shined in the Royal she Rumble. She was the Iron Woman mm-hmm. right. of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And But here's the problem that I have with us probably wanting her to be pushed too soon. The issue with that is we saw her on the big stage at the Royal Rumble. She's been riding that momentum. What is she going to do after that if she doesn't win? Does she go all the way back to the bottom? Or is she in that higher tier of, I'm almost, you know, I'm going to keep pushing, I'm going to keep pushing to get it. Because this would be her third championship mm-hmm. match loss. Mm-hmm. And from what I, I believe personally, I think she might be buried in in the shuffle if she loses this third NXT title match? Not necessarily to mm-hmm. me, because at the end of the day, it's not always about wins and losses, especially mm-hmm. when you're a developing talent. Is that what I like about Bianca Belair is mm-hmm. that her stock is definitely rising. Right. Um, the match that people do want to see is Rhea versus Charlotte, for the most part. Right. More than Bianca versus Charlotte or Bianca. You know, yeah, whatever. I think people want to see it. I, I, didn't, I think people just would want Bianca to win. They want Bianca to win the NXT Women's Championship. But in terms of the match they want to see at Mania, yeah. But I think this if Charlotte does beat Rhea for the championship at WrestleMania, this startup with um, Charlotte disrespecting Bianca is a good first feud coming mm-hmm. back post-Mania. So. I think so. I think there's seeds planted there for, for something in the long run. The, um, But then it comes down to it. Do you beat Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania if you're trying to build her up. I love Charlotte to death. This is probably one of the matches I'm going to be like, no, you need to. If you're trying to build up the next crop of talent to come out of NXT eventually or to transition from NXT to to SmackDown or Raw, you kind of need 
Rhea Ripley to get this win because then she can o- you can always have that feud down the line. But is it now? Is the goal still having NXT talent going to Raw or SmackDown? Because in the NXT has the is not even considered developmental anymore. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's, it's its own third brand. So if it's, I think that Rhea being on the main stage of WrestleMania is still a good nod for NXT talent who right. are not on the the, mm-hmm. the grandest stage of WrestleMania. So whether she wins or she loses, I feel like her just being in that conversation with Charlotte, who is still the face to me, one of the faces of the women's division, like mm-hmm. Raw or SmackDown. So it doesn't take anything away from Rhea to me if she loses at WrestleMania. I got you. What you think, Larry? Um, I think it's gonna be Rhea Ripley, cause they 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 um, I don't want to say strapping the rocket to her back, but they they seem to be got a little firecracker on it. Yeah, a little <laughs> little uh little sparkler, a little <laughs> little, little Roman fire. candle, <laughs> right? A little a little Roman candle over there. That yeah, but um. <laughs> I like the chemistry that uh that uh Bianca Belair and Charlotte had at the Rumble, you know. I, I actually like would love to see that. So it could, I would like, I wouldn't mind for it to go either way. I think uh I would like more uh Bianca Belair, but um I think they're gonna go Rhea Ripley with this one. So I I got Rhea winning this one, and and uh as far as Bianca being buried after this. I don't know. Some people get... I don't want to say get lost in the source, but yeah, this will be her third title loss, but I don't think she'll go too far down. I don't know. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about that also. We spoke about Charlotte potentially winning. The winning at WrestleMania. Yeah. And that would be a first, first, uh, a good first feud for Charlotte and Bianca, right? Mm-hmm. Does Bianca lose again? In that one, no, no, I don't think she loses again because no. Triple H likes her from what I hear. Yeah, I'm hearing Triple H is, is her Vince love likes her too. So, yeah, no, she's shown, yeah, bright at the Royal Rumble more mm. than anything that she had done before. And yeah, I think that her stock is rising mm-hmm. and it'd be smart to still have her. Like, Sasha was known as like the next to Charlotte, Sasha was always losing to Charlotte, but she right. found her own lane. I feel, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I just like I said, Bianca's a great talent. I just you know, and and, and before people say, oh, it's it's a it's a black thing. You know, it's not a black thing. It it is it's a wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. You see a talent, you want them to succeed. Um, you just like I said, you don't want to see them under the ashes, under the rubble of what could have been. But as we move forward, um. Let's talk a little football. Mm. Let's talk a little football. I want to, but I don't want to today. No. Because my uh, Guardians is looking ass right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm following the score right now. What is the score now at the this current time? The score is fucking, it's uh, 27 nothing. Defenders, the DC defenders are stomping our asses. <laughs> so 27 or nothing, man. So, um, the. The games that are going on this this week, and again on Monday, I will drop a after Shit. the year for um uh, for the, for these games that happen. But um, this week's week two matchups, of course, the year sports show match of the week, matchup of the week are the New York Guardians versus the DC Defenders. 
the Tampa Bay Viper versus the Seattle Dragons, Dallas Renegades versus Los Angeles Wildcats, and the St. Louis Battlehawks versus the Houston Roughnecks. Now, what I noticed um, in week one, and before we get to the good, bad, and ugly, um, week one, especially the defenders, I saw what New York did to the team they played, but you should have, if anybody watched, if I'm sure we all watched, but the D.C. defenders look better on defense than the New York Guardians. Yeah, on first week, yeah. And not to take nothing away from the New York Guardians because they they did a whole lot of little shit, but D.C. looked like they were playing defense. Like they were locked into the defensive end of the field, and their name is Defenders. Like you can't be – the D.C. defenders and not be great on defense, um, as we can see now, because the D.C. defenders are up twenty-seven to zero. <laughs> um, what did you guys think about the first week of the XFL? I'll start with Tavia. I thought it was really good, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I thought it was entertaining. I thought um, it was, you know, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was good. Larry, as a um, as a football player yourself, what did you think? Um, I actually loved it. It's it, it's looking like it's not gonna be a joke like it was in two thousand one. The XFL was oh, a goddamn joke. But um, this uh, pat the past last weekend, I actually liked it. Especially um, every year I have this withdrawal after the Super Bowl, you know, and it's like, oh, what do I do? But the XFL is a little a nice little um change of pace, a nice little better than nothing type of thing. But um, it 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 exceeded my expectations. I I liked it. No flags every two plays Man. and shit after every hard hit. Um, some of the rules, uh, I think is interesting. It's gonna create for some. It's gonna make for some real like exciting moments, like the the extra point. It's no extra point kick. It's if you want to go for one point, it's from the two yard line. You want to go for two points from the five yard line. If you want to go for three points. It's from the ten yard line, so you can actually score nine points after a, after a touchdown. So it's gonna make for some um some good strategy and some exciting moments. That's I, I liked what I seen. Um, the New York Guardians we had Matt McGloin as a quarterback. He played in not only did he play for the, in the NFL, he started in the NFL. He started for the Raiders for seven games. So uh, we looked pretty good last week. We don't look good this week going on currently. But um, I actually liked it. Um, it was it was good. I like it. I think this time around it's gonna last the XFL. So I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see more of it. Yeah, um, I loved it. I loved it a lot. The rules make sense for the XFL, and mm-hmm. especially the kickoff rule, which I'm I'm everyone saying it. I'm 100 percent sure the league, the NFL, is will looking. will take that. They will take it. Or some version of or it. Or some or version, some of, version it. of it, yeah. And it's a, uh, to me, it's a lot safer that way. The way they're doing it, because you don't have um, 11 people, mm-hmm. 12 yeah. people including the kicker. Just running right just into run- it. No, it's 11 still. 11, I'm yeah, sorry. Just, 11 just people just running, running head 30 miles per hour into, into each other. Like, it's insane. Um, that was fun though playing yeah. um, playing kickoff in in college and high school. <laughs> that was fun. Just <laughs> yo playing. So I played. Um, like I said, I didn't play in in like 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 real real like crazy like head to head like helmets football. But we we had a little street leagues. 
So yeah. instead of kickoffs, we had throwoffs. So uh-huh. our quarterback would throw down the block yeah. and then we run. So um, it's still cra- it's good to have that. Like it, it, it kind of reminds me of like playing like in the street XFL mm-hmm. yeah. without with with the professional rules. Uh-huh. Um, the camera angles are fire as I usual. Like the, uh, the, my only, only, only knock on every on everything. There was this one ESPN reporter, this, the lady I forgot her name. Like they were doing the celebration, and she's all up in their face with the mic, like trying to get the interview. I'm like. Man, we gotta let them celebrate yeah. first. Let them get to the sideline uh-huh. after they, you know, after they score. And that's growing pains. I get that, but that was the only thing I was just like, "You score a touchdown, hey!" But, no, but, like, like, but the good part Bitch, about my face. Like, when somebody misses a field, well, somebody misses a play or or throws an interception or something. You you want to know exactly how they like, bro? Like what happened, bro? They first the first thing. Oh, damn! You threw an interception. Yeah, I well, like how that. How you feel about that? How yeah. you feel about that? I met yo the first yo. I think. Somebody dropped the f bomb for the first week too. Like, but imagine like you just threw an interception and someone's like, "Hey, how do you feel about that, bitch? What do you think I feel about it? Like, fuck out my face!" I'm mad. Like, I'm mad. I think it's like, got to be in their contract that they have to talk to these motherfuckers. Right. They, they were even talking to a coach in right. in the fourth quarter. A normal coach would be, "Yo, get the fuck out of my face! I have a fucking, I have a game to win right, right. now." But the coach actually sat there and talked to us. I'm like, this, this got to be a clause in all their contracts. Or this got to be a, a week one thing. It got to be a, a week one, two, three thing. Yeah. Because as you get on to the week, I believe it's 10 weeks, right? Yeah, it's 10 weeks. It's 10 weeks. It's 10 weeks, then the playoffs. And then the playoffs. And then uh, the top four teams. Right. And then, uh, well, from the East and the West. And right. then the winner of the East and the winner of the West plays in the championship. Right. It's going to be in Houston. So it's about 12 weeks. Yeah. 12, 12 13 12, weeks. Yeah. Um. Week four and five going forward, and um, week eight as well. Like, yeah. you're not gonna see, like, <laughs> oh, how you feeling? This is the fourth quarter. Um, y'all in a one point game, and it's like three minutes left in the game. You're not gonna see that while the game is going on, yeah, because the coach is gonna be like, yo. How do you think I'm feeling? I'm in the game. Three minutes left. Down a touchdown. It's Can y'all get out of my face? Like, it's, it's immediate engagement. I right. think that's really good. It is. It is really good. I'm just. I'm waiting for that one player's personality to show. I'm waiting for that Ocho Cinco. I'm waiting for that Terrell Owens <laughs> to pop up. I'm waiting for that Antonio Brown. Not exactly, but you know. You know what I, I mean? don't think it's gonna happen because a lot of them are just they, they they look at this as their second chance, so right. they're trying to be on their best behavior. Yeah, a lot of them. So um, I spoke about this earlier in the week. Colin Kaepernick, um, too expensive for the XFL, and I agree. This is I agree because people have to understand this, and we'll move on after this. Um, people have to understand this XFL, regardless if it's backed by one of the richest men in the world, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. It's still a startup company. Vince McMahon is not putting all of his money into the XFL. He he put a solid billion, I think, into it. <laughs> it's a solid billion. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> with just giving away how much million dollars that that uh, he would want, and he's to be honest again, not again, I'm not shitting on bro, but he's not worth the money coming out of now. Like, worth what money? XFL money? How much is he wanted twenty mil? Do you know the average salary for an XFL player? I thought it was like under a hundred k. So <laughs> imagine what other guys would have thought. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like more he than wanted he's 20 not. Mi- he wanted like a couple million. I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, again, me as an owner, I would, if he's willing to go down on the price, okay. Like, but come on. Like, 20 million? But 55, like 60K? That's like a regular everyday job. Like people get up. Motherfucker, like I, I right. make sixty k. Like I make more. I make, than that, I make more. Like, yeah, I, I made, make more I've than that. Yeah, it's like, right. yeah. But you also got to take into account. There's no sponsorships right now. Yeah, there's no sponsorships. Right. That's where most of the NFL get his money. It's not Roger Dell. Like yeah, here y'all go. No, it's all of the sponsorships. So after this year, you'll see the sponsorships kind of jump up. Right. But you know. I know Larry is not a big fan of Kaepernick mm-hmm. or whatever, but he is still an NFL caliber talent. He is a backup. You know, he's still he's he's the I like I was telling Matt before, like I can name a few starting quarterbacks that he's better than. Like who? Like um, Trubinsky. He's better than he's better than Darnold he's not to me. Better than them. He's better than Trubinsky. <laughs> he's better than Darnold to me. He's better than Fitzpatrick to me too. You get what I'm saying? He's better than the um, numbers don't lie. He's, though. Well, the I, I'm pretty. We'll we'll go through the numbers, but right. some some we'll, gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll do a whole episode. Sure. In we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have a Colin Kaepernick episode. Uh, yeah, coming up. Within but a don't disrespect weeks. this guy. So what? You know the thing is, yeah. you, you're gonna go up to this dude and be like, it's like asking Michael Jordan to play in the D leagues, even though he's been out. It's like really, no. Yeah. Even though Kaepernick is no Jordan, but I'm just saying, it's like asking somebody of prestige to like. But again, I don't think they ask ask him. They were kind of just like mulling around, like, "Hey, if you decided you want to play for us, what is your asking price?" I'm not like I said. If I'm them, I'm not going crazy. I'm not going broke because who knows what can happen with the XFL. Vince is pretty good with his money, but yeah. who knows what can happen? I just think that the XFL is a it's a really good football alternative, mm-hmm. and it doesn't need the distractions with everything with all the the politics and stuff that right. Has gone on in the NFL, so. right? So I think that and that would follow Colin Kaepernick into it. It's going to follow him for the rest right. of his it's life. It's going to follow him for the rest of his life. But again, does Vince and does the um, does Oliver um, what is his Oliver name? Luck Oliver Andrew Luck Luck's father? Yeah, yeah. That was how I knew the name sounded familiar when I spoke about it. But when yeah. Oliver Luck, uh, he Oliver... played in the NFL too. He played for the Oilers back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he he actually backed up. Um, Peyton's dad. Archie yeah, I was about to say that. I'm like, yo, I, th- I think he backed up yeah, Archie. Like, he backed up Archie. But, um, like, what was I saying? The, um, does Vince, does Oliver Luck, do they want to deal with that? And the answer at the moment is no. You're a startup company. You don't want anybody being like, oh, they got this shit here too. Now I'm out. Mm-hmm. You don't want it. You want to get as many fans as you can. I'm not saying, like, like bullshit the fans, but you want to set a culture Right, but you know, even though his anthem protest was very politicized for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same thing when people love to switch a narrative around. Yeah. It wasn't because he hates the United States. It wasn't because he hates, you know, Republicans or hates Trump or whatever the case may have you. But, you know, when people, people are like pit bulls in narratives. Like, uh-huh. once they sink their teeth into something, no matter what you say, they already have it. Like, Locked in, so Cap. I can't see Kaepernick in the XFL ever. You get what I'm saying? I just I think that right now they have something good and they could keep building off of this. So yeah. Um, Larry, about to say Larry, your thoughts on Larry? Your thoughts on um Kaepernick in the XFL? Oh, 
Um, and uh, we'll move on after this. I don't. I, I mean, like, I don't. I, uh, same thing I said about his thoughts. My thoughts on him in the NFL. Like, a lot of teams don't want to take the risk of that circus show and distraction. It's a damn shame that that's a circus show and a and a attraction. And there's guys out there beating up on their women and, that's true. and getting in the bar fights. And, and that's there's not, way worse. But there's, there's way, way worse stuff. Exactly, there's really way worse like, stuff. The thing is, though, like, those players who are doing that can actually help an NFL team win a championship. Kaepernick cannot. There's some that aren't. There's some that aren't. There's some that aren't. The NFL is it's not about black and white. It's not about red or blue, Democrat and Republican. It's about green. That's the color they they they. You know, and a lot of these teams are like Kaepernick can't help us win a, a championship, and like the distraction that he's gonna bring doesn't equal his talent or what he's gonna bring to the table. A guy like Ray Rice could help the Raven. He could have helped the Ravens win a championship. A guy like Alden Smith could have helped the Forty ers win a championship. Yeah, all yeah. these other people, Mike Vick, they all could have helped. Uh, but they the, didn't. What you call it? Uh, uh, ben Mike Roethlisberger. Vick a, Mike Vick got a second chance. He yeah. never won. Well, he Ben Roethlisberger. So they they looking at it. These are championship. These are these are top level players. Kaepernick is not a top level player. So would, I, would I, you still give him a chance? You, you should still give him a chance because the the quarterback stuff is kind of the, the well is about to start running dry in a little bit. Where in the NFL? In the NFL, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna you got, run. You got uh, these you, kids coming out of college. The, the guy kids, from Clemson, is, right? Yeah, but they good. still need, but they still need some type of grooming and time to get into their skills. And at the end of the day, um, I still felt that Kaepernick, Kaepernick should not have been blackballed for taking a stance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's highly politicized for the wrong reasons, yeah. and then. Um, but he ain't no XFL. No, nah. he's not. You also got to realize Kaepernick is a 33-year-old that's took taking four or five years off. So. Yeah, and and <laughs> that's definitely part of it, the reason yeah. why but I But four or five years without getting your body fucked up either. That is that is true as well. So Because well, yeah. it's 33 and Eli's, what, 37? That's two different 30s. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. Eli's, uh, Eli's 39. Yeah, I thought he was... 38. Wow, thirty nine. Yeah, he's born in eighty one. But um, as we move forward, we're gonna stay on the NFL real quick. And before we get to a little bit of baseball, yes, we cover baseball sometimes. But um, <laughs> yo, yo, watch when July comes. Bro. Uh, when July comes, Larry's gonna be all over these mics. He's basically gonna be leading the show. <laughs> now we we don't. Nah, we also got nah. the Olympics too. Yeah, so I can't wait for the Olympics. Yeah, so well. um, I'm still mad about the one journalist that didn't vote. Give Derek Jeter the unanimous. It's vote. always got to be one it's person. Always, that's like, yo. Somebody did that to Steph Curry this uh, yeah, one of the years, yeah. so, and, and someone did it to LeBron too. It's it's always like, got like, that one. Oh no no no! Somebody did it to LeBron like oh I'm a vote Carmelo Anthony. Yeah yeah. Nigga what? <laughs> it's always got to be that one motherfucker one. that wants to be that wants to go viral. Oh look at me everybody! I'm different. Yeah come on man, right. fuck that guy whoever he was man. And if you're listening to this shit, whoever you are, fuck you. Go ahead, guy. I'm 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 sorry, man. So, um, this is the only piece of NFL news we're pretty much covered because we covered the Brady stuff. Um, and I'll, I'll cover it throughout the week and everything like that. But Miles Garrett, he was reinstated um, after his little tussle with um, Kyle Rudolph, <laughs> the the fourth, the fourth, the thirteenth string quarterback of <laughs> the, the Steelers. They got that motherfucker out of the fucking um, laundry mat. Apparently during the old <laughs> right, the, right he was playing double dutch. He was like, "Your arms look good. Come on, throw the ball." <laughs> he he probably underthrew the ball and was like, "You got it, you got <laughs> it, man." But um, 
There's a little um, tussle like he between. He worked at a deli somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he like he owned a deli. Yeah, like. But um, him and Miles Garrett got into a little altercation on Thursday night football, November 14th, Browns versus Steelers, where um, it was, quote, unquote, a dirty play. Um, and Kyle Rudolph actually hit Miles Garrett in the nuts, I think, <laughs> I think yeah. too. And um, – Miles Garrett got mad, so they're kind of pushing and shovel, shoving. Miles Garrett, I mean, Ga- yeah, Miles Garrett grabs and pulls Kyle Rudolph's helmet off, mm-hmm. and apparently Rudolph called him a stupid nigga, and Garrett swung the helmet at him. But he said that from that day. That that's right. what he was. He that's said that he from said. that day, and yeah, he's been just, pretty consistent. That right. Yeah, his story. story. His story hasn't he's, changed. Right, and he hit him with the bottom of the helmet. He could have. He could have. He cracked him with the what? with the top. Yo, he hit him with the bottom of the heat, and we, he knew what he was doing. Right. Yeah. We could have been. We could have been saying "Rest in peace, Kyle Rudolph." Right now, like, <laughs> like we talk about CTE and all that other shit, bro. His whole head would have came over. You hit him with the damn Steelers logo. Um, <laughs> and it's been the conflicting stories coming out. Even Mike Tom um, Tomlin just came out and said that he believes his quarterback is thirteen string quarterback. That the type of person he is, he wouldn't say it. Now we don't know. We have. We're not of in the huddle. He'd say that. Uh, uh, yeah, you gotta defend. You gotta, you gotta defend. defend your, you gotta yeah, defend yeah, your guys. So, it's, it, but again, in the other way, when it comes down to the N word, it kind of just like it's kind of it's a touchy subject, especially in twenty twenty, man. Especially in twenty twenty, it should be a touchy subject. It really should yeah. be. Anyway, Hell yeah! If if you know you can get mad at somebody, and you can come up with a million different insults before you have to come with the N word. If you're using the N word, that means that that's that's at the top of your head. Yeah. yeah, that's at the top of your head, and you are some type of racist mm-hmm. because a little bit. Yeah, I can I can be. I can see a white person or and, and I can think of five or six or thousand things before I think to call them a ra- something about right. their race. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, what do you think about him getting reinstated? Because he was originally um out. Yeah, that, like he was out. Like, yeah. They was like, nah. And I then, think it's fair. And then, then he appealed He appealed, and he got back Give in. Give him a chance. Because, you know, Rudolph should have gotten, if that was, if that is, if what happened mm-hmm. is what really happened, what he said, mm-hmm. he, Rudolph could have got his ass really whooped right. out there. But I think it's fair. And, Give him a chance. Yeah. And the NFL said there was no, uh, what is it? No um, evidence that Kyle Rudolph said it. But his name is Kyle Ru- or Mason Rudolph. Mason, Mason Rudolph. sorry, yeah. Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph yeah. Why well, have Kyle Rudolph on here? What That's happened? the tight end from uh. Yeah. Sorry guys, from Mason Rudolph, tight end from ba- Minnesota, Botchmania. Um. Um. Yeah. So Mason Rudolph. But um. Honestly, like I said, I'm, I'm glad he's having a chance. To yeah, get me too. Get I think it's, it's fair. It's it is fair. fair. Um. Again, as long as nothing crazy happens like that again, because if it's a two for two. Now, now if it happens again, it's like, all right, bro. Like, what's yeah, up? get your get, get your, your shit together. together. Like, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, don't be a Vontez perfect. Like, he's a good person though. Uh, yeah, Miles Garrett is yeah. a real good person. Yeah, he had to be I triggered. I feel like he was triggered. Yeah, in some way. I don't think he he's has gonna, to be triggered. Um, he'll be in his best behavior. Maybe Rudolph said nakers. <laughs> And he needs to be. He needs nature. to be fired. That's he needs to be fired. If he that's said that, that's, that's more. That, that's a good one. That, <laughs> that's more disrespectful than, than saying the actual word. You said nakers. You need to get the fuck out. Maybe <laughs> like, like, but um, because well, with the helmet on, you don't know what. They, maybe you he know said what the nakers. fuck they said. <laughs> maybe because yeah, they got a helmet and a mouthpiece right. in yeah. too. So. <laughs> 
nigger. <laughs> oh, he said nigger. Get up. Like, you an asshole. Oh, he said nigger. <laughs> and you know I don't like to say that word right. at all. So. Right. So um, we continue on. We'll jump into some MLB real quick, which is also Larry's um, Are You Kidding Me Bro moment of the week. Oh, it, it, gotta, it gotta be all of ours Are You Kidding Me Bro moment of the week. Yeah. So, um... They Let's really talk because literally that's the only stupid shit that happened this week in right, sports. Bro. Right, it's the so, dumbest be, shit that happened. To be honest, um, Carlos. Be- Let's start with this: Carlos Beltran um, involvement in the Astros sign stealing controversy. Um, basically, I'm not. It's not too much to say. Carlos Beltran was, was the ringleader of it. And go ahead, bro. Yeah, I'm it, not. It, I'm it not. Was the, nothing. It was nothing more to it. He I'm was the ringleader of it. You. And um, there was a player. I believe their catcher. What was what was the name at the time? One of their players told him, "Hey, can we stop?" And Beltran was like, "Nah." So you can physically see, and one of the Astros fans pointed it out that Carlos Beltran was getting most of the the signal, the science, um, the trash can signals that they were doing. Uh huh. And that particular player who was like, "No, I don't want to do this," was getting very minuscule. It's crazy to think that these players are riding out for Carlos Beltran. Uh-huh. Carlos Beltran about to leave, and this young player is like, no, we probably shouldn't do this. And they're like, nah, I forgot here. We're going to do it anyway. You got two two rings off of that. Mm-hmm. Stupid. And and little Jose <laughs> got a fucking MVP. He stole from Aaron Judge. Little bitty Jose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little Jose. And even uh, Garrett Cole, who's our new pitcher, our new ace pitcher in New York now, he played for the Astros, and uh, he came out and said he knew about it. Bro, they should have, the Yankees should have jumped him when he came in the, the mm-hmm. clubhouse. They should have beat his ass. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you was down? Right. That's why he came straight out. Nobody even asked about it. He, he came like, straight no, out. I was, was part like, of it. I was part of it. He said, no, <laughs> I didn't I didn't agree with it. I, Fuck it. I didn't agree with it, but I didn't want, you know, I can't say anything. That's right. that's pretty much his his motto about his MO. So <laughs> yeah, imagine you walked to the clubhouse. Oh. Oh that oh that's your man's in him. That was <laughs> your, your man's in him. <laughs> oh, oh word. A word? All right, we got something for you. You see all the bats. Like, why Why we don't got no bats inside the, the equipment room? <laughs> you see all the bats inside everybody's um, little cubby. Like, like, except why everybody got a bat except me? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they really shit the bed with this, though. Shit, shit the whole bed. Yeah, they shit the bed with this one. So we're just going to get into, um, we're going to talk about rule changes. I don't think anybody really wants to hear that. No, nah, actually, we're, no, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we we're going to be consistent. So, um... The new rule changes, new pitcher restrictions. First and foremost, pitchers must now face a minimum of three batters or complete the half inning in question before being removed from the game. Allowances are made for players who are injured while in the game. This new rule will largely do away with one and two batter relief appearances. Mm-hmm. Will force will be in force of the March twelfth spring training schedule. Uh Makes sense. It does make sense. Makes I sense. actually uh, right. always thought it should be that way because they yeah. were getting away with um, abusing their rotation privileges. Let's just put it that way. So I, I like this rule. Um, new roster rules. Each team's active roster will expand from 25 to 26 spots in the 2020 season. And teams may now carry no more than 13 pitchers on the active roster at any given time. On September 1st of each season, all teams were required 
will be required to carry 28 players with no more than 14 pitchers through the end of the regular season, including any tie-breaking games. Uh, roster changes. It is what it yeah. is. <laughs> Happens. Right. Um, the IL um, and option period, meaning the injured list and option period. Clubs may not reinstate pitchers or two-way players from the injured list until 15 days have elapsed from the date of the initial roster move, which in which is in which is an increase from 10 days under the prior rule. Also, the option period for pitchers will be lengthened from 10 days to 15 days. So basically, if a player gets injured, you put them on an injury reserve list. You have to wait 15 days before you you change your status, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, miracles happen, but miracles don't happen that often. <laughs> so, <laughs> and only on 34th Street. Right. <laughs> Manager challenge time limit. Under the old rules, managers had 30 seconds to decide whether to challenge a call on the field. Now that time limit has been reduced to 20 seconds. That's not fair. This rule, this is the rule change that had not been previously reported. So, um, I don't think it's fair either because... You need time to pretty much think. 20 seconds is not enough time to really, like, go through, like, your mind and the scenario. The replay don't even play. Right. In 20 seconds. Like, thirty, it takes 30 seconds for the damn replay to go up. And that's what they're trying to eliminate because a lot of people think it's an unfair advantage. Like, you didn't see what happened in real time. And then a lot of coaches look at the replay and, oh, okay, now – a lot of leagues are trying to eliminate that. They're like, yo, you're going to go off of what you've seen in real time. Right. It's kind of like a, it's an extra advantage when you're sitting there watching the replay mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, yeah, 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 they fucked up. Let's challenge that. But they want to eliminate that and, well, you're just going to go off of what you've seen in real time. Yeah, yeah, I think I like it. I, I agree yeah. with it. I, I, I like it. Um, I like it, but it can only work in baseball. It can't work in – well, actually, it's like that in football as well. In a way, because you can't really look at the replay and then throw your challenge flag because by the time you look at the replay, somebody's already they already snapping. hiked the ball, they're already snapping the ball. And then a lot of times, um, in football mm-hmm. and in baseball, they go by the crowd's reaction too. Right. Mm-hmm. If you hear, yeah. "Oh, that's bullshit," yeah, you're like, "Oh, well, okay, let maybe. me see what happened. Let, yeah. Let's see what's happening." Uh-huh. Well, twenty seconds ain't enough time. No, it's not enough. Thirty time. seconds. Uh, Thirty. Thirty know. seconds is cool. It's standard. It's standard, but if you're wait, like I said, you shouldn't wait for the replay. Okay, I get that. You shouldn't wait for the replay because technically you're supposed to be going off. You're supposed to be paying attention. Right. You can't be like this. All right, everything's good. You look up and hear, oh, that's bullshit. And yeah. you look at the replay and then you want to challenge. No. Go by your gut. Mm-hmm. Be a man. Be a woman. Go by your gut. Um, It smells like beer and baby powder in here, y'all. Sorry. I'm beer. sorry about the beer. I think you're probably wearing baby I, I, powder. No, I'm not wearing baby powder, but I smell <laughs> Big baby. <laughs> no, I smell I smell good for my, my hot date. Oh man. <laughs> so. Shout out to Amanda, man. Uh, yeah, you trying to get back in the good graces, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Amanda. I love you, man. Like, <laughs> you my best friend, man. I can't wait. That is my <laughs> best friend, man. <laughs> um so Let's get right into it. Larry's, are oh, you kidding God. me, bro? Moment of the week. I'm, I can't wait until we have like a um, a little sound bite of him. Are you kidding me, bro? Because that would make this so much better. Mm-hmm. So, Larry, the floor is yours. I'm going to try to stay calm. 
<laughs> well, you have two minutes to stay calm, so get it, get it popping. All right. So um, earlier this week, the Houston Astros issued a half-assed fucking apology. Now, here's a problem about that. A lot of times, we as fans or anybody in real life, if somebody apologizes, we beg for an apology, whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't get to now judge the apology, especially now that you you know it. The apology would never be good enough, especially if you're uh, L.A. Dodgers or New York Yankees fan. You know what I'm saying? But um, that being said, fuck the Houston Astros apology because um, it, 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 it mm-hmm. clearly. Uh, Alice Crane and uh, uh, Bregman and Little Jose and Josh Riddick, <laughs> they clearly were reading off of a teleprompter, all right? Bregman's fucking apology is the equivalent of, you know how when you fucking double space when you're writing a paper? So, you know, to make it look like it's more? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck his apology. Man, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers sat there and they basically... And then he, uh, Crane... It's sitting there like, oh, but it didn't affect the outcomes of the game. So you're apologizing, but then saying, oh, but we didn't do anything wrong. Justifying it. Th- that's like when you're, 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 you know, your significant other, you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, they did something, they apologized, but their apology is, but I didn't do anything wrong, though. So, so what, what the fuck? What are you apologizing What the hell are you apologizing <laughs> that's like, for? That's like saying, yo, I'm sorry for you being a bitch. Like, yeah, it's like, like, and then it, they don't fucking lose anything from it. Fucking little Jose should give his 2017 MVP away. Reggie Bush got his fucking Heisman taken away sure because did. his fucking parents sent him money. I played college football. We are broke. Fuck. And he got his Heisman taken away. How the fuck do you keep little Jose? He, 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 oh, fuck. And it, <laughs> you get a little. He doesn't take his MVP. With it. They leave him with his MVP. So basically the moral of this story is it was worth it. They yeah. did all this and got nothing taken away. Well, okay, they fired the manager, whatever. That's but not take away prestige. they got nothing taken away. So the moral of this fucking story is, hey, we're the Houston Astros, and this shit was worth it. Fuck the Houston Astros, man. That's my are you kidding me fucking moment of the week. the shit out of you. God <laughs> damn it, son. You got to be fucking kidding me with that apology. And in the MLB, you got Pete Rose who betted on games. That didn't have any outcome of any of the games. He is banned for life. He can't even get into the Hall of Fame. But yet, you don't give these motherfuckers any fucking punishment? Yeah. That punishment is a fucking slap on the wrist. That's What happened is, hey, Astros, give me your wrist. Ruler. Bop. That's it. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, man. Not even that, though. Not even a slap on the wrist, really. It's Yeah, exactly. No. So basically, the moral story is, we did that, and it was worth it. Fuck it. And that is Larry Morgan's. Are you I'm kidding so, I me, probably bro? went over a little, a little over two minutes. No, it's no, fine because it was, it was the funniest shit, actually. <laughs> oh, that is shit. A-OK. That's perfect. So, um, yeah, their apologies was shit. You listen to the players. Everybody knows. When everybody can agree on one thing, everybody in sports can agree on one thing, that's how you know it was it's shit. Deep. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were, I was watching. I looked at it, I was like. I, I looked at it, Um, I knew we were going to talk about it, so I looked at it like two days ago, like when it happened, it was two days mm-hmm. ago, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I'm looking, I'm just like, 
bro, these niggas serious? Like, like, are you for real? Matt like, ESPN, Scott Van Pelt, uh, off the record, everybody just agrees. No, yeah, like, yeah. It's Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt's face is like, what? Like, what the fuck you, is? What come is on, this? guys. Like, Even Red Sox fans were like, yo, what the fuck? And, and when you got Red Sox fans agreeing with Yankee fans, that's how you know you guys are full of shit. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. God, man! I'm sorry, man. Just... Nah, nah. Nah, that's all good. Um, we echo your, your we sentiments. We definitely <laughs> echo your sentiments. So, um, let's get into the NBA news before we wrap things. Right. Oh, absolutely! All Star Weekend, brother. Yes. By the time this is heard, again, All Star Weekend would have been done. But um, before we get into All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. let's get into um, this Rockets thing. <laughs> <laughs> this Houston Rockets thing. They like little men. Bruh. <laughs> Small man ball, bro. They, uh, so their average lineup size is 6'6", six, six, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Covington is currently their power forward, who is 6'7". Um, Peter Tucker is 6'5", six, or 6'6". Six, six. That is their center. I play a lot of 2K. So this looks like 2K to me. Right. <laughs> They're basically running a five-out offense to where... Russ or Russ or um, James Harden will have the ball most of the time, and they'll be running around um, playing isolation ball, playing four corners basically. Iso basketball. This will that work in the playoffs? No. Well, no. maybe the first round. But Dan Tony, Dan and Tony, Dan Tony, Mike Dan Tony, and Tony because he don't play no defense. Dan Tony. Mike, no Dan Tony. I, t- I called him that when yeah. he was on the Knicks. Yeah. When he was a no, coach that's why I call him Ann Antony because there's known, no D. He's known <laughs> throughout the past 14, 15 years. Forever. He, forever. <laughs> he's known for small ball. Yeah. He's known for fast and furious offense, very little defense, you know, lights out shooting. That's not going to get you a championship. It's or not. even a Western Conference championship. It's not. It's not going to take you past the Clippers. It's not going to take you past the Lakers. Mm-hmm. It's not going to take you past maybe the first round. You're right. I agree. Um, I think that you're going to run into a team because as it sits right now, if we look at the standings, uh-huh. the Rockets would have to go against the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They might beat the Jazz, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's just say it's Lakers-Grizzlies, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. You think that that fluke ass win that they got against the Lakers is the first game? It's different like, from a series. Yeah, yeah, series is yeah. It's different. It's not football when it's any given Sunday in the playoffs. It's one and right. done. Basketball and the hockey and baseball, every it's, it's always best up. Nine times out of ten, the better team is going to win that series. Right. You know the yeah, the like, better on paper team or the team with a better record or whatever is going to win that series in these sports. Uh, yeah, I, me personally, I don't, I don't think if it's you, not going to work out. Um, and this is Dan Tony's last season with the team anyway. So, um, go out with a bang, <laughs> go out with a bang. Um, so I'm looking at the standings right now. I'm going to go through them real quick before I ask this next question in the West. It's the Lakers in first nuggets in second Clippers in third jazz in fourth rockets in fifth thunder. Okay. So- in six. Um, Mavericks in seven, Grizzlies in eighth. That's your playoff teams in the West. Mm-hmm. Your non-playoff teams are the Trailblazers, the the Spurs, the Pelicans, Suns, Kings, Timberwolves, and Warriors in that oh. order. So Golden State. <laughs> Three years ago, if you would have told somebody Golden State and Cleveland would be last 
in their respective conferences, they probably would have slapped you, bro. I believe Cleveland because I know LeBron would have stayed there, but <laughs> but not Golden State. But um, out of those um, teams that from nine through fifteen, which one has a chance to sneak in the playoffs? The Trailblazers, I feel, or the or I wouldn't count out the Spurs, but the Trailblazers, I feel. Lillard is kind of. Busting ass. Yeah, he'd be Don't you look, yeah. playing crazy yeah, right now. I, I think yeah. he's playing lights out basketball. Mm-hmm. And they could um, be the eighth seed if they keep going the way they are. What do you think, Larry? Um, I agree with the Trailblazers as well, but I'm also going to say Pelicans. They got a lot That's of young talent over there. They got a lot of young guys over there that, that can, you know. Uh, Zion is a beast. He's going to be something moving forward. So um yeah I I think so Pelicans it could be the Pelicans but I'm I'm gonna go with Trailblazers as well um and for the East the Eastern Conference <laughs> they're lousy on that side but anyway always <laughs> man the Bucks stand up top of the, the the um the East and the NBA with the best record forty six and eight right under them um six game six and a half games behind are the Raptors then the Celtics the Heat the Sixers. The Pacers, Brooklyn, Matt, and the Magic. That's your one through eight. Um, nine through fifteen: Wizards, Bulls, Hornets, Pistons, Knicks, Ugh. Hawks, and <laughs> Cleveland. Um, I'll already answer this question. I think everything's gonna stay the how it is. Yeah, I'm about to say I don't see no. Change. I don't see no changes in the I don't East. either. Uh, I would like to see the Knicks sneak in, but you know. They're not sneaking nowhere. They're seventeen and thirty. They're not sneaking nowhere. (laughs) They're twenty nine and a half games behind the first place (laughs) team, and that means they are seven games behind the eighth seed. If they make the playoffs, that means like everybody got to get sick. People in the G League, like the G League players, have to all (laughs) and the NBA players have to switch roles. It like the East is going to stay where it's at. Yeah. Um. So, All-Star Weekend is upon us. This is one of my favorite weekends because mm-hmm. all of, of ours, man. Um, all the festivities, the players get the rest. Some of them get the rest. Some of them get to show off their, you know, their talents. Dunking contest. Oh, the dunk contest is what I'm always looking forward to, but it always hasn't been good. So, <laughs> um, just to go through All-Star Saturday night real quick before uh, so I can pull it up and, and the festivities. Saturday. Yeah, a lot of that is tonight, man. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, my New York Guardians took an ass whipping. This final score is twenty-seven to nothing. Ooh. DC defenders, fuck. <laughs> I told you, DC. I said said it last week. DC was the their real defen- deal. Their, their defense looked good. They got the perfect name, defenders. So their defense was good last week, and obviously it was good this week. They man. shut us out. So man, oh whatever. man, oh, you gotta bounce back. Man, from this. oh man. <laughs> so Taco Bell skills challenge. Um, it's the first thing. Bam out of bio, Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dinwiddie, who I believe has won it before, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Chris Middleton, um, Derek Rose, who is injured, um, DeMontis Sabonis, Pascal Siakam, and Jason Tatum. Out of those names, um, who's winning? Oh, <laughs> I don't even know, bro. I can't even. So, 
this, when the video comes out, you can see the faces of every, of, of Larry and Tamer. They're like, yo, who are these people? <laughs> no, I know who they are. Well, I know Spencer personally. Yeah. We know I who they are, but I mean, like. <laughs> um, out of them, I think Spencer takes it. I man. didn't know who was in the dunking contest. I wasn't I'm gonna paying get, attention. No, I'm, I'm going to get to the dunk contest and the three-point contest right oh, after. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. I no think, one ever really cared about the special kills. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it, though, when LeBron and them was in it. But Yeah, I, I had no idea who was in the uh, skills uh, challenge or the dunk. I have no idea who was doing like, anything. What? <laughs> so, the three-point contest. Uh, Davis Bertans of the Washington Wizards, mm-hmm. Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, Devontae Graham of Charlotte, who's having crazy season, mm-hmm. Joe Harris of the Brooklyn Nets, he who I believe is. he won it. Um, He's defending his title. Buddy Hill of Sacramento, shooting lights out. Zach Levine, who's been shooting pretty well, uh, of the of the All-Star hosting uh, the whole city, Chicago uh-huh. Bulls. Duncan Robinson, who's been shooting lights out in Miami. And Ice Trey, Trey Young of Atlanta, who wins this three-point contest. And this is a three-point contest, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Trey Young. Ice Trey. I'm gonna go with um Devontae Graham. Devontae, yeah, that's a good pick too. I'm gonna go with Devontae Graham, man. He's um he's been having a good season, like you said. He's been yeah. having a hell of a season. He's shooting a lot, really lights out from from deep, and surprisingly, he just needed the opportunity. Like that, that's the craziest part about the NBA. Like you just need an opportunity to just go crazy, and and he's got it. But I'm gonna they're go- in the playoffs right now, right? Charlotte, right? I the believe Hornets, so. Right? I'll double check. But um, I think Joe Harris well, is going to play all started today. That's a good point. Yeah, I think Joe Harris is going to take it again. I think he. No, they're not. They they're on. They're tenth. They're eleventh. Sorry, they're out of. Shoot, depending yeah. on the East, you never know. But nah, we already <laughs> nah, we already decided. Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody going anywhere. The, no, I thought Charlotte was. Um, I thought they were like ninth on the outside yeah. looking in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Joe Harris takes it again. Okay. Um, so we already went through the All Star game in general. Um, Team LeBron's probably gonna gonna win. I think so too. Obviously. But um, the dunk contest. Pat Connington of Milwaukee, which is a dark horse, dark horse because not too many people know how much bounce he has. Aaron Gordon, um, who got hold out of the dunk contest with Zach Levine. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, of the Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard of the Los Angeles Lakers, which is a surprise to many. And Derek Jones Jr. of Miami, who is the favorite to win. Out of those four, who do you think who do you guys think is gonna win? Derek Jones. Derek Jones. Um, I think Aaron Gordon is out for blood, so I'm gonna go with Aaron Gordon okay. this time. Okay, but I think Derek Jones and Aaron Gordon is gonna be in the finals. Uh huh. For sure. <laughs> for sure. And if they're not, the dunk contest is trash, bro. Um, so in the, our last segment, our last question of the day. Who would be your all-time starting five in the All-Star game? Um, we'll start with Tavia. Okay. So, um, as point guard, I was John Stockton uh-huh. or even Steve Nash, but John Stockton mm-hmm. uh, for my start, my point guard. I will go Jordan for shooting guard, uh, LeBron for small forward, mm-hmm. Barkley for power forward, and Hakeem Olajuwon for my center. I like your list. Was, that's great. Thank you. I like it a lot. Um, a lot of there's a lot of defense on that list. A lot of defense and rebounding on that list. A lot of defense, man. A lot of defense and rebounding on the list. Yeah, I like defense that. Defense wins championships. 
Um, and a lot of playmaking. Like you have your perimeter defense with Stockton mm-hmm. and um and, and Jordan, of course. James could be interchangeable between small, small, between small, small and power, power yeah. forward. Mm-hmm. Barkley, um, he wasn't the best interior defender, but a lot of rebounding in the paint, especially right. Um, good rebound. and Elijah one, probably one of the greatest paint defenders we've seen outside right. of Bill Russell. Um, Larry. All right, my backcourt. I'm gonna go with uh Magic and Jordan. Uh, Ooh, point that's a good one. and mm-hmm. shooting. Uh, small forward, obviously LeBron. I'm gonna go with KG at power forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, and <laughs> that's my favorite. That for uh, people who know me, KG probably my favorite power forward ever. Like I know this. Really, yeah. mine is Oakley. Like like, that's the Knicks in you. The Oakley, <laughs> I feel you. That's the Knicks in I, I, I feel you. Um, but yeah, KG's been my favorite yeah. power forward ever. KG is he made like. Again, I'm only five nine, uh, but when I was playing ball, because I'm wide, power forward, yeah. I was playing power forward. <laughs> yeah, when I played ball, I was four. I, I like I like the power forward position in two K. I have I love the power you forward. You just position. play at power forward. Yeah, I love power forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. But continue on. Go ahead. Uh, center, I'm gonna go with Shaq, mm-hmm. and then my sixth man is oh. rest in peace Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah, coming off the for sure, my for sixth sure. man at uh at, at at guard, right behind Jordan at yeah. shooting guard. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Who's your six man? Oh shit! I didn't even think. He, uh, yeah, I, I, I just do a six. He, man, he threw one out. I had to you, do it for yeah, Kobe. Bro. You gotta do it for Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> Allen Iverson. Oh, good, nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hell so, yeah. um, I'm gonna start with my six man, and I think my six man as well would probably my six man as well would probably be um, no, actually my six man would be Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. My point guard, Maddie Johnson off the rip. My two guard, Michael Jordan. My three is Larry. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, my th- I'm sorry. My three is LeBron. I said Larry. What did I say? Yeah, Larry's three a is six LeBron. man. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Um, my power my power forward is Tim Duncan. Uh, I thought you yeah, was going to go KG, bro. Man, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm trying to win. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to win. Well, Duncan's fa- the right system, right. though. And my five would be um, Akeem Olajuwon. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of defense in that lineup as well. Mm-hmm. But Jordan and Maddox, who was a pretty good defender on the low. Mm-hmm. Not too many yeah. people thought about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the perimeter with Jordan, LeBron James, again, interchangeable between yep. he can he can help in the paint and he can um, play on the perimeter. Tim Duncan, one of the greatest interior defenders as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Akeem Olajuwon, again, one of the greatest interior defenders as well. So, um, and a lot of scoring. It's a lot of scoring in, yeah. in that one as well. I don't have too much three-point shooting in my starting lineup. <laughs> um, but, again, defensive championships, and we can run out on the break. And it depends on what LeBron we get. If we get Miami LeBron, lights <laughs> out. Getting Cleveland LeBron, then lights on. We're still lights out. Come on, guys. He carried a whole. I'm talking about the three point line. We're talking about three point shooting. Okay, because he carried a whole. No, 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 no. We know that. We know that. Don't don't let Matt. Don't. Yo, Matt would jump on that. Like, I wish we had Matt on for this segment. Right. Yeah. LeBron, he'd be like, <laughs> not LeBron. Like, he'd put, he would have said KD or something like that. And I would have understood why. I get it. KD's not a bad pick either. Um, so we wrapped it, as we wrap this up. This was a really good episode. I love this. I can't wait, man, for it to drop, man. Y'all yeah. gonna love this, man. Yeah, definitely gonna love this. Y'all gonna love this. So, um, 
some house cleaning stuff real quick. Shout outs to the Jabba Tears Network, Cats yes, and sir. Dogs, Big Four, the returning Toxic Talk. Um, we'll have more information on that soon. And Inside the Indies with Janelle from HR, they have an episode coming up as well. Um, and the Jabba Tears Podcast, as well as us, your friendly neighborhood, your sports show. Yep. Shout out uh, to Jabba Tears, man. Yeah, we, we're doing big things this big year. Big things. Trust me, man. J- just jump on the jump on the bandwagon Come when on. you why can. You Come can. on. Why you still can? Because Jabba Tears, we're doing big things this year. Trust me. We definitely, me, we definitely are. So, um, with some of the big things coming up, uh, we have our AEW viewing party at Playwright 30, on 35th Street um, on February 29th. Elimination Chamber viewing party at Legends Bar March 8th. Jackets and belts brunch at Taj Lounge March 22nd. Oh, I can't wait because I'm hungry now. <laughs> I can't wait for Faye, that brunch. Faye Jackson's Grey Pants um, Battle Royal. Something for the ladies. <laughs> um that is, uh, we're, we're help sponsoring the event, and Janelle from HR will be on. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Something for the ladies. Well, no, no, no. I'm not in, like. <laughs> yeah, that came out mad pervy. Like, she it's said it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> no, it's amazing for Janelle. <laughs> no, I meant it was amazing for Janelle to be co-hosting. Tavia's um, like, I- I- I'm a one-man woman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But she go to that battle royal. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, we're, we're helping sponsor and Faye's a good friend of the Job Tears Network. Yeah, we shout love out Faye. to her, man. Faye. We love Faye Jackson. Yes, Faye's the best. Um, WrestleMania 36 viewing party at Legends Bar April 5th. Um, Janelle will be in uh in Tampa. Yeah, some of us are gonna be in Tampa. I think Tavis, Tavis, you're gonna be in Tampa as well. Yeah, some of us are gonna be Larry, in Tampa. Larry may be in Tampa. He may make a last minute um. Um, like I did in entry, New Orleans. Like you did in New Orleans. <laughs> make, make it epic. So um, you never know. But uh, I'll be here with with Wilkins and um, Black and everybody else who's going to be in New York. Um, we're going to be holding it down here at Legends Bar. Battle Club Pro WCW 2, April 2nd. I mean, I'm sorry, April yeah, 8th. Yeah. April, yeah. April 8th. Um, shout out to Battle Club Pro. A great Is that, that's going to be in Brooklyn, right? Yes, that's going to be in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be wait. in Brooklyn. It's gonna be, shout out uh, to Battle Club Pro. That's a friend of the podcast. Yes, so. Joe Key Morales. Joe he yeah. is the best. He Hell yeah. Probably one of the best promoters, if not the best promoter in the New York City and um, Northeast area. I'm especially proud of how far Joe Keem's come. That's been, a, that's been a friend of mine before he was a promoter. So I'm, I'm especially, we used to talk about wrestling all the time, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And um, that's been a friend of mine, a good friend, good guy, and I'm proud of what he's doing, man. I, I'm right. wholeheartedly proud of it. Right. Joe, Joe Kim, definitely, he's always been a friend of the podcast. He's always looked out um, mm-hmm. with some dropping so much knowledge that he's given me the past years and, and um, for a while since I've known him. So shout outs to him. Right. And um, our main event. Also, I'm sorry, the main event of Battle Corp Pro's WCW 2 event is... Tasha Steeles versus Diamante That's for good. the Battle Club Pros Icons Championship. Nice. That's and a good match. Jobber Slam. Oh, July 4th. July 4th. Jobber <laughs> Slam. That's a Saturday, too, man. It is a Saturday. That's good. So yeah. um, we're, we're still deciding the time. Once we get the time, we'll drop it. But um, Battle, Club Pro, um, Battle Club Pro is our partner in that show. We have a whole... Um, we have a whole big show planned for you guys. Some some of the matches will be coming out soon. Some more of the matches, but our main event match. 
They said we couldn't do it. They said we couldn't have uh, two black women as a main event, a wrestling show. Fuck it. We, we have Tasha Steeles mm-hmm. and Big Swole. Yep. Main eventing our show. They said they couldn't do it, but we're going to do we it. We fucked around and did it, man. Of course. Because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We trendsetters. We make history. Trendsetters, man. Um, Another match that's been announced. Simon Miller of What Culture versus our very own Sir Wilkins of the Jabba Tears podcast. We yep. cannot Can't wait. Can't wait for that, man. Cannot wait for that. That's going to be a great match. A lot of clashing. A lot of clashing styles, but a clash. Not so much a clashing styles or personalities. It's just, it's Jabba Tears versus what culture? I'm actually going to be training with Wilkins uh, leading up to that for the two, three months leading up to that. That's I'm going to awesome. actually be training awesome. with Wilkins for that, you That's know? That's dope. And so. we're, we're going to have some video footage of that, too. Hell it's yeah, be man. Funny. <laughs> not, not so much... Um, you know, Wilkins chasing chickens and shit, but we, we, we you never know. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. Other than that, that is a wrap for the Eurosports show. Um, Tavia, tell everybody where they can find you on socials. Oh, all right. Well, I didn't know we was doing that. Yeah, uh, you yeah, can find yeah. me on Instagram at, um, at Tavia Regina, as well as Facebook at Tavia Regina. I don't really give out my Twitter. but Yeah, no, you don't have to go. Twitter's all good. Larry. You can find me on Facebook at Simply Larry Morgan. One word. No, it's not. One no, word it's on not Facebook. on Facebook. <laughs> it's, it's two words on Facebook. Well, um, one word in Insta- real life. Instagram, the modern day Medjay. You can follow me there. Uh, hope to see you. Thank you guys for all the support. Yep, and you can follow myself at um, underscore it's Big Baby on Instagram. I had to change it because you know stuff. I'm not trying to get beat. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. No, I, I had to change it. It was time for a change. But follow me at, at enough underscore. At, is enough. And it's time for a change. <laughs> if I knew you was going to say that, I'd probably put that at the end of this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, follow me again. Underscore at It's Big Baby on Instagram. Um, Dre Robertson on Facebook. Follow us as a whole at Your Sports Show. One whole word on um, Instagram. Follow us on the Facebook on our group page, uh, our like page. First of all, at Your Sports Show, and then our group page, Your Sports Show group page. So for the Queen, Tavia Virginia, your yep. Falcon Punch. <laughs> for the modern day Meta J, Medjay, 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 Medjay. Bro, enough is enough. Stop playing it. <laughs> For the, I'm sorry. The modern day Medjay. It's called Medjay, bro. I just said it again. He said Medjay. I said Medjay. I fucked up. <laughs> My phonics is a little off today. <laughs> For the modern day Medjay, the legend, one word, Larry Morgan. Yes, sir. It is me, your boy, Big Baby. Signing off. All right. Nah, you no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. We're not gonna end it on that one. Hell no, no, no. That's not the one. That that is not the one. That is not the one. What are you doing? That is not the one we play in here. That is not the one in it is Black History Month. What are you doing? Go ahead, man. Enough is enough!
and it's time for a change. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the origins of the rock song. Yeah, right. I, I was telling people, I'm like, yo, the rock's music is literally the nation of domination yeah. music, bro. <laughs> Love you guys, man. Yeah. 